Hello and welcome to Southeast Iowa Union Sports Talk. We are live on the Washington Live YouTube, the Mount Pleasant Live Facebook, the Fairfield Live Facebook, and the Washington Live Facebook. Um, if you're new to us, we're uh, four weeks in and... and um, we got myself, Andy Kretzinger, the host, the co-host of Southeast Iowa Union Sports Talk. My man, Hunter Moeller over there. Uh, we got Nick Steffens on the ones and twos. I wanted to say that today because he has been on the ones and twos for all four. So, show, him, show him a little love. Yeah, a little love. You know, it's a three-man city and not a two-man. Hey, you know, it's, it's football season. It's full-on football mm-hmm. season. And Tuesday and Wednesday during football season are straight up depressing because there's not football on in the night. High At school, all. college, football, uh, NFL. It's hard to get through the day. So... This is like a little treat, you know, Wednesday, two o'clock, fire up the old YouTube or Facebook and get Southeast Iowa Union Sports Talk and hear a little bit about some high school football or volleyball, cross country and, and whatnot. And you don't have to spend your Tuesday, Wednesday curled up in the fetal position like I would if I didn't have this stuff going on. Mm-hmm. So, Hunter, <laughs> how you doing today? Well, not too bad. Glad to be back. We had a exciting week this last week and, you know, we got some good games ahead, uh, good matchups for in volleyball, cross country and uh, football. So... Just yeah. excited to be back here on a you know, two o'clock on a Wednesday. So <laughs> two yeah. o'clock on a beautiful, beautiful a beautiful day, Wednesday. It? <laughs> it's a great day outside. It's a great day. I wore the, uh, this out of fashion. It, I, don't, I don't need the sweatshirt. Uh, it's class. I'm, I'm I'm shoehorning classy sweaters into the rotation early this year. Just throw it up, you know, throw people off a little bit. I actually wore. If you go back, um, we've had three shows so far. I wore the same shirt two of the three shows. Realize oh, that. Oh, didn't even realize it. Yeah. Well, there it goes. That's a little Easter egg. <laughs> I'm gonna step up my game. Though. <laughs> looking looking fly over there. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Oh, you know, not looking too bad yourself. Oh, thanks. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you were in uh, Fairfield land yep. on Friday night mm-hmm. for a little Fairfield four mass, a little defensive defensive struggle and a battle. Uh, tell me how that turned yeah, out. Yeah, well, you know, four mass and coming into that one undefeated. Obviously, two wins for them and uh, Fairfield. You know, tough loss to um, uh, to Atumwa. You know, kind of late in that game, the Atumwa was able to score and pull out a win. Uh, you know, kind of the same, almost basically, kind of the same story here. Uh, you know. For uh, Fairfield ends up losing that one, 16-13. But, you know, they, they came out of the gate, first drive there, uh, got a real big play. It was fourth and, I believe, four around fourth and 12 or so. And Max Wheaton, uh, who also is their tight end, uh, yeah, stepped up to punt there, and they ran a fake, and he hit quarterback Tate Allen uh, down the right sideline for a first down. They ended up capitalizing on that drive. And, you know, in the first part of the game, it was really the Tate Allen-Max Wheaton show, man. they, mm-hmm. they I think they hit each other or <laughs> – Allen hit Wheaton probably three or four times <laughs> on that first drive. But, you know, the story of the game was as Fairfield couldn't find the end zone or, you know, any points the rest of the way. They, they didn't score again until the fourth quarter, and uh, Fort Madison was able to score mm-hmm. one in the second there, and then uh, uh, they outscored him 9-3 uh, in the fourth there. But, you know, one of the biggest plays of the game obviously came down in the final two minutes. Uh, Fort Madison drove down the field with about, mm, about a minute 30 to go, and uh, Fairfield got four big stops on the one yard line mm-hmm. stood him up three plays in a row and on the on the fourth down uh uh four mass and fumbled and fairfield got the ball but on the next play uh fairfield tried to run in it and fumbled themselves and four madison was able to kick a field goal through the upright and that left about uh you know about 30 seconds on the clock and uh you know just just fairfield ran out of time in that one so yeah. the tough loss for another uh tough uh, troden squad and obviously they're dealing with some injuries too uh, yeah yeah hunter Cini, uh, you know didn't play right and that's, mm-hmm. that's such a huge part of their team uh, against mount pleasant he ran for a ton of yards and and how, how you know it takes a little while to, to rebound from something like that doesn't it no, I mean for sure, and you know when you have a you know have a guy that's been you know dominant on the ground in the first two games for you, uh, 
you know, go out when he's such a big part of your offense. And obviously, you know, but, you know, I'm, coaches always say next man's got to step up. So, uh-huh. you know, uh, they definitely had that one in their graphs. And, uh, you know, they've got a, they've got a, I would say, a little easier opponent this week. So, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I'm sure they're going to try to bounce back in that one. So yeah. it'll, be, it'll be interesting to see. And if we want to run through, uh, you know, some of the stats from that game, uh, mm-hmm. Tate Allen went 12 for uh, 12 for 18 with 152 yards passing, two touchdowns. Um, we and I mentioned that pass had one pass for 17 yards rushing. Uh, Miles McEntee stepped into the running back position, rushed 15 times, 48 yards. Uh, receiving, we had eight catches. Uh, over half of those were in that first drive there uh-huh. for 90 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Tate Richardson, 24 yards. Uh, Bode Hoskins, 12. Tate Allen, 17 on that one reception. And then Miles McEntee, one for 23 yards and a touchdown. Uh, so, you know, there's a, there's... You know, I'm sure they don't want to make excuses, but, you know, there's some winnable games coming up, and, you know, it's not district play yet. So, you know, what do you got to lose? You're just trying to figure yourself out, and, yeah. you know, it really matters when you when the, when the district play comes in. The- That's right. No, no, it's no excuse during football season. That's right. tough for me to adjust. I'm a big excuse guy myself. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> well, hey, I was also at a game on Friday night. I was in Washington, and um, they had a, a really tough matchup coming in, clear Creek Manor. Um, Washington came in 2-0, and and um, Clear Creek was 1-1 one and one with Lost Independence, who's a, a really good team. And um, so uh, Clear Creek Amana made, made all the plays when they needed to. It was 31-6 Clear Creek Amana. If you watch the games, you know, between the tackles, it surely didn't feel like a, a 31-6 game. They're very similar teams. I mean, you know, Washington um, with Patterson and Stewart, they run a lot of, um, you know, handoff from the shotgun, and then Patterson runs a lot uh, around the other side. Clear Creek is a lot like that. Um, they have a, a good running back in, in Sam Pettinger who scored a couple times for him. But this quarterback, uh, senior Jackson Smith for Clear Creek Amana, mm-hmm. uh, he reminded me of some of the best quarterbacks that we've covered. Uh, he ran for 203 yards and a touchdown. He also threw for 68. Uh, so he was pretty darn good. He actually, um, for Washington football fans, um, they used to have a guy named Luke Turner a few years ago. Mm-hmm. And when Turner played, it would be third and long. It would be fourth down. It would be a, even even on pocket passes. But the second that he took off, you know, you, you couldn't stop him. And um, Washington and Mount Pleasant played. I think Washington beat him like 64 to 61 one year, one of the best games we've ever had at Case Field. Um, and he did that a couple times. And I had flashbacks watching that Jackson Smith uh, play. So he is a very good, good athlete. Um, Clear Creek, Amana, um, on three of their four touchdown drives, converted on fourth down. Uh, fake punt. Wow. Um, there's a fourth and one. Uh, they scored on fourth down one of those times. So it was just one of those things where every time, time there's a big play, it was, you know, went the Clippers away. So uh, Clear Creek got them on that. And they've got them two times in a row now, uh, Clear Creek has. so. Um, but they were very similar teams. And um, Washington's offense, uh, um, so they scored early in the second quarter. Uh, Taven Stewart um, scored on a short touchdown run. Uh, that at the time made it seven to six. So it was, it was twenty-one to six at halftime because Clear Creek scored right before the break. Um, but offensively, they didn't get a lot going. Um, Ethan Patterson threw for fifty-one yards. Uh, Taven Stewart went for thirty-seven and a touchdown. Um, Jude Brown caught four balls. Uh, it ended up at twenty-five yards, and that led him um, as far as receiving. So just not a, not eye-popping stats, you know, like Washington has had the week before. Um, defensively, James Strabble had another nice game, eleven and a half tackles, but. Um, yeah, it was a it was a tough one for the Demon offense. Yeah, would you say this was a you know a good game to have for you know the Washington? Obviously, they were beaten up on their you know first couple opponents there. Would you say this yeah. is kind of like a I don't want to say a knockdown to you know a knockback, but like yeah, yeah. Obviously, was it a good game? You know, going against a real tough squad there to I yeah, and I I kind of asked uh, Coach Eric that a little bit. Um, and it, it probably it's it's sometimes in non district play you know lick your chops a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not horrible. Um, it was probably a really good game for the defense to adjust to. 
someone like that athletically at quarterback. Um, you know, I don't know off the top of my head who in the district has a lot of running quarterbacks. Tate Allen runs a little bit for Fairfield. He's more of a power run you over type quarterback. Um, but going against a guy like this, it probably, it probably going to make every other quarterback seem a little slower right, <laughs> you right. know, because yeah, yeah. he was really good. Yeah. Um, so, and actually, you know, speaking of Washington losing and Fairfield losing, it was an 0 and 3 day for the big three, uh, for our, our big schools. Uh, Mount Pleasant also lost. They scored 29 points. In fact, they've scored, uh, Mount Pleasant has scored 20, 20, and now 29 points in their first three games, but they just, uh, can't seem to um, pull out a win. They lost 45 to 29 against Keokuk. Um, I know um, they were staging a comeback late in that game, and, and Keokuk scored a real dagger touchdown there, I think, earlier in the fourth, and then squibbed it and somehow ended up with, with the ball, recovered it. So um, that was kind of all she wrote. But um, again, it was a big statistical day for Mount Pleasant's offense. Jacob Brickman, 312 yards and two touchdowns. He's been great as, as his first year as starting quarterback. Um, senior Wyatt Woodsmall again eight catches 138 in a touchdown what he had like 10 catches for 100 something 123 last or something like that last week. yeah so um other leading tackler was was Bowen Davis with seven and a half I'm gonna get a couple more um receivers here because Mount Pleasant's been passing the ball all over yeah. um the that offense you know seems to be working um Bowen Davis had two catches for 80 82 yards and that's a and, and a touchdown so um, that was a 75-yard touchdown that he scored. That's why it's that's why you, you, he's averaging so much because he caught a 75-yard touchdown pass. Carter Amos caught six more balls for 62. So um, yeah, Mount Pleasant's offense is is there at times. You know they've scored. Um, they're averaging uh, what tw- quick math 22, 23 game points a game. But um, we'll see at West Burlington if the defense can kind of catch up a little yep, bit yep. and if they can notch that first win. But it was an 0-3 day for the for those. Um, big three schools and um but we had some wins didn't we hunter and oh, yeah. uh we're gonna go through some of the other um games we got the um small schools columbus yeah. had another big yeah. game didn't they our small schools uh you know that we had some really really exciting games out of that uh, out of our small school area we'll we'll jump right in here with uh, columbus picking up their third straight win obviously they've probably been one of the hottest teams in our coverage area uh, uh-huh. they get their third win with 39 win uh, 39 to 19 win over wapolo um uh, they scored 13 in the first half, 26 in the second. Man, they've got that offense rolling in. Uh, uh-huh. They're pretty stout on defense. Obviously, we haven't seen them yet. That'll change, uh, you know, this Friday. But uh, Kane Amagon name pops up again. 266 okay. yards, two touchdowns, and 22 carries for him. Tristan Miller, those two have been huge. He rushed 12 times for 125 yards, two touchdowns as well. And uh, uh, Miller also returned a kickoff uh, for a touchdown. So uh, continued good news out of Columbus. I wonder how. Do we know how many times they passed the ball this week? It was zero. Well, last it was. Week. It, it, I think it's been maybe once, like the first two games. Yeah, so yeah. I'm not sure what last week's was. But they, uh, <laughs> they do not. They do not care. They are just going to run it, run it, run, run it, it down, down everyone's throat. Run it down your throat. Yeah, that's right. Man's football played in Columbus, so we're gonna we'll talk about them a little later. We're gonna mm-hmm. be all see them live here uh, this week. Um, Winfield Mount Union you know, New London played a big eight man game. Um, two of our teams, two definitely playoff hopefuls, yep. is, and it's the story of two different teams. New London um, won that fifty to forty four, and they are now two and zero in district play after a, a tough non district. And Winfield Mount Union looked really strong in the non district, and they've had a couple of tough losses, a six point loss right after they lost um, to Iowa Valley. After they, they scored fifty two against Iowa Valley and lost, so um, and then they scored forty four and lost against New London here. So. Um, for New London, um, Blaze Porter had a big game through the uh, air. Seven catches for 132 yards, two touchdowns. Dom Lopez threw for four touchdowns, um, 193 yards um, passing. Uh, Bowden Pickle had a nice game um, all around, 85 on the ground, 30 through the air, and a touchdown catch for New London. So they looking pretty darn good, 2-0. Two, two um, Winfield still racked up the yards. Uh, Buffing, Cam Buffington, 134 um, on the ground, 122 through the air, four touchdowns. 
Um, those are all receiving, by yeah. the way. So those are four touchdowns for Cole Milks. So um, and he led him in tackle. So he he went out and did his thing, and he's you know still playing a little hurt, but that puts Winfield in a, a tough situation. They got to really buckle down now, and all of a sudden New London might be having some playoff dreams of their own. But who we got next? Wasn't well, that just an instant classic too? That that game. Yeah, I don't expect anything less from that. But no, that's by the way, every single sport that Winfield and New London play this year will be something like that. Oh, yeah. They're they're very evenly matched when basketball season comes around. Uh, it'll be a pretty crazy. Yeah, and the same for up. our next team, right along with those, yeah, with yeah, those exactly. two. Uh, you know, we got mm-hmm. Waco. I believe they're sharing number two now uh, in yep. some rankings, but uh, uh, they took uh, took care of English Valleys in that one, forty nine nothing. You know, we got the same names on the stat sheet here. Isaac mm-hmm. Oswald uh, throws for one hundred thirty nine yards, two touchdowns. He also ran for two. I mean, he's just been he's just been torching defense. Uh-huh, yeah, right. he has. Uh, so, I mean, Reichenbach gets in uh, gets in the conversation. Uh, ten, he ran ten times for ninety nine yards and a touchdown. Uh, Reese Oswald and Louding uh, Housing Gate. Is that how you say his name? Uh, I, I, I say Huizinga. That's say how Huizinga. I say it, but I've heard other people say it different. Yeah. But uh, they each had touch, uh, both had touchdowns as well. And then uh, Olaf, uh, how you say that? You, oh, you that's, know that's a hard one. Uh, Stefan Check is what I say. Led in receiving yards with 51, and uh, uh, Reichenbach also had uh, a touchdown uh, through the air as well. So another big win for the number two team in class, uh, well, an eight-man or eight-player. So uh, Did you see the video of Latin Huizinga making that catch? He he Odell'd one. That was uh, Odell Beckham Jr. for all you non-NFL fans watching. (laughs) He had a great catch. Um, See, if I was tech savvy, I should have just zipped that right in here and I could be playing right now. But um, that was pretty great. I mean, at this point, it's like, who's going to stop the Warriors? Obviously, when, you know, we talk about W New London are probably the other two top teams around uh-huh. that are, they're going to meet. So, yeah. obviously, they have a big matchup this Friday, which is probably their biggest test so far. But, yeah. you know, right now, it's it's Waco rolling it's and everyone on. else is in it's their review. It's Waco mania. It's running wild again the second straight <laughs> year. Um, Van Buren County, we talked about them last last uh, week, how, you know, they had a, um, a loss, but they've been playing really well. And all of a sudden, they scored 70 points, 70 to 22 over Louisa Muscatine. Um, Jackson Manning uh, threw eight, uh, eight pa- uh, completed eight passes for 168. Isaac Leffler went for um, 133 yards and a touchdown. Wyatt Mertens ran for 107 yards and a touchdown. So if you do the quick math on that, that's almost 400 yards altogether um, already. Um, Anthony Duncan and Lucas Fett both both caught a touchdown there. So they are uh, starting to fire a little bit more on offense. Uh, they got homecoming in a couple of weeks here. Um, but again, that's one of our teams, kind of like Columbus, where it's kind of a team to watch this year that's going to be on the up, up, up. Oh, for sure. And, you know, moving right along here, obviously, we have uh, Sigourney Kyoto with a huge win over uh, mm-hmm. over Centerville. Oh, huge. Uh, Sigourney Kyoto takes it 42-7. Uh, it's first one of their season. Obviously, they played a couple barn burners so far, a couple tough teams there. Uh, um, and, you know, Centerville was previously unranked, and I believe they were in the in the top 10. And, you know, yeah, Sigourney the, was just uh-huh. putting it to them in that game, yeah. for, you know, from Twitter and things like that. So, huge win for the Cobras there. Yeah, Centerville had not uh, given up a, a point. They were 2-0, and and they, they had won. Um, they had outscored a punch 48-0, and Sigourney put it on. They were playing, they were playing mad. They, they had a sour taste in their yeah. mouth after that. Mid Prairie game and and they showed it so well and they're like a well oiled machine they are too you know from seeing their previous years things yeah, like that yeah, so yeah, yeah, not surprised the, that you know they come out and yeah. know, rock an opponent like that the new kids will figure out the offense yeah, as they go along and they'll be one of our strongest teams at the end like always I'm sure uh, P can put it on North Cedar forty seven to six uh, second uh, win for the Panthers um, uh, once again Luke Long. Um, had a great game. It's funny because he caught all those passes last year, and now he's he stepped in at our center. Um, he ran 19 yards for exactly 102 touchdowns. Um, Cade uh, Bemis, I don't know if I'm pronouncing Cade's na- uh, last name right there. He ran 19 times for 89 yards, so they were they were going a little little Columbus Wildcat yeah. action, uh, uh, and he scored three times, by the way. 
Um, so 47 to six, Pekins put up a lot of points, a lot more than they did last year. Uh, they're on pace for a lot of points this year. So I'm um, another big win for our teams. Yeah, yeah. And you know, next we've got a, <clears throat> you know, a tough, tough loss for mid prairie. And this one, obviously a really good, uh, Regina Catholic, uh, team, mm-hmm. uh, Regina took that one 35, seven, um, <clears throat> uh, Regina scored 14 points in the first half and 21 in the second, uh, you know, just tough all around team there for, for the golden Hawks. Uh, Mid Prairie, a little little turnover bug for them. Four interceptions in that loss. That you know, that's not going to help you there. But Braden Hartley rushed twenty times for ninety three yards and a touchdown. Um, they moved to two and one. They're going to be looking looking to get back uh, on on track this week. But um, just just tough all around opponent there for the for the Golden Hawks in that one. Sure. And uh, another team lost was Card- Cardinal lost sixteen to six to Davis County. And we talked about Davis County last year. They're a really good team. Cardinals played a little better each week. I think yeah. they haven't won. Um, but the defense has looked pretty good. Davis County's, you know, can put up some points. So sixteen to six, that's not that bad for for Cardinal. I think they're. I heard, you know, I was I was there for volleyball last night, and I had a couple people talking about just, you know, they're getting better. You can see the improvements on there. And then um, we got one more left, Hunter. Yeah, we've got uh, Wilton fifty five nine over Highland. Obviously, we we mentioned every week the Highlands, you know, kind of going through that rebuild there, and yeah. you know, Wilton's ranked uh, in the top ten. So you know, they're <laughs> they're a force to be reckoned with, and but you know. Um, there's brighter days ahead for Highland, but you know you can't you can't really can't really you know say much about you know losing to ranked just, teams. Yeah, <laughs> you know they played some tough opponents. Exactly. Anybody, yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. Like, you know Highland time will come again. They just you know they just got to you know learn that offense with all the new kids that they had to put in the positions because all those seniors were were leading the way before. But yeah, yeah. it's it's rebuilding plus having a really they'll probably have our toughest schedule of, oh, yeah. of, all, of our team. So yep. uh, at least the beginning of the year. So um, there's one more game played not in high school, but. College, Iowa Wesleyan uh, University went down to Westminster College, an old rival in the SLIAC and in the um, um, whatever their Division Three football conference was that I uh, that I forget. <laughs> They're in the North Star now in NIA. And uh, 41 to 6, Iowa Wesleyan. Um, they they uh, absolutely put it on Westminster. Um, that's their first one of the year. Um, they uh, threw the ball all over the place like always. Um, they threw for what they, they completed just 13 passes. Um, but they went for a lot of yards if I can actually um, 221. So that's Iowa Wesleyan in a nutshell. They're they're throwing for over 200 every every week. Their defense has been really good, so they have a chance to get two and two this this week before conference play. So um, yeah, so there's yeah. there's your college now. High, high school teams before we go to yeah. commercial here. Who we got uh, coming up this Friday? Yeah, you know we spent a little t- a little you know a lot of time on this. So I'll just run through who everybody's you know got matched mm-hmm. up against. We got Washington Fort Madison big matchup there between uh, you know the not in the same district, but you know some mm-hmm. South, Southeast Conference foes. So yeah. Big rivalry there. Uh, we got Fairfield versus Knoxville. You know, Knoxville's been down a little bit. Real potential yep. for Fairfield to bounce back. Mount Pleasant, West Burlington. West Burlington, I hear, has only got 17 players. Yeah, so yeah, they're, what, they're shorthanded. We're going to see what happens with that mm-hmm. one. Uh, Cardinal versus Central Decatur. Obviously, mentioned uh, Cardinal looking for their first win. Real opportunity there. They've been getting better each week. Yep. Uh, we got Columbus versus Lisbon. Uh, I'll be at that one. That's going to be a real barn burner. Uh, you know, Lisbon was highly stout, touted to start the season. So, yep. uh, and then Columbus has just been got just gotten better and keeps rolling. So, mm-hmm. uh, Van Buren at Pella Christian, real tough one for uh, for the Warriors. And that one, Pella Christian's in, in the inside the top ten rankings yeah. as well. Uh, Pekin versus Wapolo. Uh, you know, Wapolo uh, is uh, one and two on the season. So, uh, Pekin's you know been playing well of late. They've got a really yeah. nice defensive thing going over there, and their offense is starting to click. So, real mm-hmm. opportunity for Pekin to win that one. That's a good matchup. New London versus English Valleys. Obviously, English Valleys is down. Uh, they're looking for their first win. New London's mm-hmm. real hot right now. Yep. That's their homecoming. They'll be looking to win that one. We've got Highland versus North Cedar. Uh, both searching for their first win. Another good opportunity for one of our teams to pull out first one of the season. Uh, Mid Prairie versus Eddieville Blakesburg. Two and one Mid Prairie. Eddieville Blakesburg's zero and three. Another good opportunity for one of mm-hmm. our teams. 
Uh, Sigourney Kyoto versus Pleasantville. Play here, Pleasantville is you know pretty pretty yeah, stout. Yeah, they're pretty so good. It'll be a it'll be a tough one for the Golden Hawks in that one, but yeah, we'll see what happens. And then we got uh, Winfield at HLV. HLV doesn't have a win yet. Uh, Winfield, you know, looking to bounce back after after uh, a tough loss there. Yeah. Um, and then we got Waco versus Iowa Valley, which is probably one of the more exciting games. With yep. Iowa Valley's got that that stout, really really high powered offense. So, uh, you know, Waco's got that great defense. So we're gonna see how the, how those two uh, those two uh, what what that clash is gonna. Turn uh, w- out to be. Waco's game and Columbus game will be big times to watch. So uh, hey, before we get out to the other sports, we have some commercials for you. So we're gonna throw it uh, over to to Nick on the ones and twos to give us a little thirty second break. <laughs> We're back. People are messing with me because someone tried to send me a fantasy football trade in the middle of my show. So that should just be an automatic reject. You know, catch me, catch me at two forty-five when we're done with this thing. But anyway, <laughs> um, we're back. Southeast Dow Union Sports Talk. Uh, it's Wednesdays at two o'clock. Everybody, two o'clock Central. We might have some. We might have some viewers on the Eastern yeah. Mountain Time Zone. You never know. <laughs> never know. We get out there um, wherever you're watching it. Uh, thank you for watching. First off, you know, um, we're on YouTube or Facebook, sitting in class at school. Uh, a teacher probably, put, probably putting it on the big TV, yeah. obviously. Of if course. You're, you're sitting at home, work, <laughs> whatever. Uh, we should try and uh, go into Buffalo Wild Wings one day and just have them pop it on. We should. So uh, we'll do that. Put us on all the screens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, so uh, thank you for everyone watching. We're going to pivot on to some volleyball. And uh, Hunter, you were at a big yeah. rivalry last night. Tell us about it. Well, yeah, uh, you know, Washington Mount Pleasant, a little rivalry like you mentioned. Uh, wouldn't expect anything less of the turnout of this one. Uh, we have Washington, or we had Mount Pleasant picking up the three-two victory uh, over uh, Washington. This one, and it was a uh, barn burner to say the least. Uh, Mount Pleasant comes out, uh, you know, looking looking real good. Uh, you know, Washington was kind of making some some mistakes, and uh, Coach mm-hmm. Six kind of mentioned after the game in those first two sets. Uh, Mount Pleasant took the first set, twenty-five seventeen, and then twenty-five twenty-two. Uh, but then, you know, Mount Pleasant's kind of got their backs, you know, on the ropes there, and uh-huh. Washington answered. Uh, they bounced back. When uh, 25-21 and 25-15 in those next two sets, and, you know, all of a sudden it's it's looking like Mount Pleasant's backs against the ropes, but, mm-hmm. you know, you got to give credit where credit's due. Uh, if Coach Streeter's squad was ready in that fifth set and came out uh, came out with the uh, edge, in the, edge in the demons in that one, 15-12, to, to pull out the 3-2 victory, and it's a big win for Mount Pleasant, obviously. I think uh, if I you have to double-check, but I think they were on 11-game skid up until this yeah. one, and it's always good to get a, get a big win against a conference foe like that, so... Uh, yeah, big win for Mount Pleasant. Yeah, earlier today you were talking about this game. You said you said you talked to Tristan Scholl last night, their setter, yeah. and you said that basically when she comes in, it's a it's a totally different team, right? Yeah, it just seems like you know just the flow of the flow of the Mount Pleasant offense is is much better, and I think it just has to do with you know you know obviously she's been a leader in every yep, sport she's played, so I think mm-hmm. it's just leader and experience on that on that side of the floor. But uh, uh, yeah, big win for Mount Pleasant, and you know uh, little little fact uh, these two teams are in the same pool at the Atumla. Tumba tournament this weekend, so you know uh, Washington's going to get another shot. Yeah, they see a lot, and they'll be seeing a lot of each other. They still have to play in the tournament. They'll yeah. they'll still play in other tournaments. Um, so those two teams are one and two in the SEC, and there's only one team with yep. no losses in the SEC. Who yep. is it? And that'd be Fairfield. Mm-hmm. And Fairfield was uh, down in Keokuk last night, and uh, 
really no problem for now the number one team in the conference. Yeah. Uh, they swept the Chiefs uh, 25-17, 25-17, uh, and 25-12 in that one. And, uh, you know, we're, we're kind of seeing Fairfield kind of pulling away. Obviously, Keokuk was tied with them. Uh, I believe they beat, uh, beat Washington uh, to kind of tie with the Trojans, but the Trojans have uh, come out on top now. We're sitting top of the conference. Yeah. And uh, in that one, um, uh, Macy Rayburn led with 12 kills. Uh, Lily Bergen followed with 11. Uh, Rowan Terrell had six. Maggie Rayburn with five. And uh, Addie Farrell had uh, two. And Maddie Jones, uh, you know, we've, we've called her name a lot. Uh, she led in the assists with 33. Uh, so, you know, overall right now, it's, uh, you know, you could say that's Fairfield's, uh, I guess uh, Fairfield Conference, Fairfield Conference to lose, to lose and, you know, everyone else is trying to catch up. So, but there's a lot of games left to be played. So we're going to see how that all plays out. That's a lot of uh, kills for a three set game. So they must have had yep. the offense working. Um, I was at uh, uh, one of our small schools last night. I was at uh, well, one of our small schools for now is the, our, our most growing school. I think um, Cardinal. Um, the Cardinal Comets played last night. They played um, Sheraton. My alma mater. Fun fact. Um, in a South Central Conference game, is a chance to to potentially get their first ever SCC win. It's only their second um, game in the conference. Um, they started out real well, uh, 25-20 um, in the first set, and then they were up 24 to 23 in the second. And Sheraton um, took the next three um, to to even that 26-24 is one one, and Sheraton uh, took the next two. So it was a tough four set loss for Cardinal. A game that definitely could have went either way. I gotta say, if they won that second set, I, I definitely could have seen them. Um, going on and and winning the third there but um but there were a couple standout performance for sure um first off i thought that um emily ward uh, at the beginning of the game um cardinal had four aces in the first set emily ward's a lefty uh, uh junior she's a lefty server and she had um sheraton girls diving left and right she had three aces in that first little spurt there um that first um thing so she had three aces coming in and she had three aces in the first um in the first uh, set there. So I was really impressed with her. She had him, you know, as she said, she had her head spinning. I had a little blowback myself. I didn't yeah. know where the ball was going. So, <laughs> um, and, uh, uh, Brenna Glider had a, uh, and I pronounced, uh, apologies if I pronounced that one wrong. She had a great game. Um, she's, uh, their, their middle there. She's their go-to. She's really been their go-to. Um, and she ended up, um, this game with 16 kills, which is pretty ridiculous. Um, and she also had, uh, quite a few blocks there. Uh, let's see what she end up with about six blocks, seven blocks there. So um, she was amazing in the center um, they struggle a little bit to get kills from the corners and stuff. Um, they're a little banged up. Um, Emma Becker, who's one of their better athletes is, is hurt right now. So, um, but they showed some promise early and they almost got that first SEC win, but it's going to have to wait uh, another day. They, they mm-hmm. pulled a O and two. There's plenty of, um, plenty of ball left. I was actually talking to uh, Kansas, uh, their coach, uh, Kansas Glitter. I'm just going to say it really quick so I don't pronounce it wrong. Uh, last <laughs> night, they went from the Super South, the Super Conference South, which is a, a stacked mm-hmm. conference with a bunch of ranked teams, right to the SEC, which is another set, stacked conference. That's probably yep. the SEC's best sport. So uh, it's tough. They're young and they're learning, but um, almost stole one last night. So, oh, I had to mention, though, it's, it's Cardinal's homecoming. Uh, happy homecoming to Cardinal as well as New London. Yep. Uh, I got a peek of their... Um, their theme days, and uh, they're doing meme day. It's either today or tomorrow. Meme so, day. Meme day. I don't know. Oh, that's what you interesting. Dress up. I, yeah, I want. That'd be interesting to see. Uh, maybe like three Spider Mans walking in. Yeah, that'd be because cool. you know the point meme. I don't know. I don't <laughs> know. But cool. I, that was cool. I looked at. I was like, that's one of the best ones that I've ever that I've ever seen yeah. right there. So, um, 
Anyway, uh, we had some more small town um, action last night. We had a lot of winners last night. Yeah, we did. Um, Winfield Mount Union, uh, well, we had a lot of teams playing against yeah. each other. Winfield Mount Union swept <laughs> Hillcrest Academy. Uh, Brady Buffington and Melina uh, Epping had six kills apiece there. Highland with a uh, four-set win over Columbus. All four of those games were 25-19 or closer. Um, Sarah Burton with 14 kills and 16 digs. Uh, she just does it all um, in a lot of different sports. Um, and we also had Pekin 3-1 over Loiza Muscatine. Pekin is now 2-2 two and two in the in the Super North. Um, uh, Kylie Fitzsimmons had 10 kills. Uh, Quinlan Baker had 19 assists there and 8, and eight digs. She, she co-led. 10th um, uh, ranked in Class 1A, New London swept Van Buren County in another battle of our teams. 25-16, um, 25-16, 25-23. Um, and then on Monday, uh, Kyoto fell to the rival Sigourney Savages, 25-14. Uh, 25-18, 25-10. I was also at Iowa Wesleyan on Monday. Um, they've had a, a tough schedule. They haven't got their first win yet. They're playing Harristow State University. Um, two of the three sets were pretty close, and the middle one was was kind of a stinker, but um, Har- they were all stinker because Harristow uh, took them all. Uh, 25-22, 25-10, 25-23. So Iowa Wesleyan is still yeah. looking for that first win. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, uh, if you want to talk about big games, obviously I was at a big game uh, last Thursday yeah. with New London and Notre Dame, and obviously... Uh, you know, Notre Dame's ranked six, New London ranked 10th now. Uh, uh, you know, Notre Dame's two-time defending state champions. Uh, and, you know, New London falls in this one 3-1, but it very well could have been uh, New London's game. Obviously, in that first set, they lo- uh, they dropped 32-30, and they were leading 30-29. Uh, and then the Notre Dame called a timeout, and New London hit the ball out of bounds on the serve. And uh, uh, Gabby Deary, she's been a, re- a big reason yeah. for their two state titles, and uh-huh. she put two home uh, to pull New- Notre Dame out. New London... Didn't waver, bounce back in the next set, dominated 25-16. But then, uh, you know, New London came out on fire in that third set, too. Got a 13-7 lead, uh, but Notre Dame didn't didn't go away. Ends up winning that one 25-20 and then takes the last one 25-23. Uh, so, uh, you know, tough loss there for New London. But, you know, uh, against a, you know, near top five opponent yeah. there and two-time defending state champions, I mean, playing them that close and, you know, stealing one in that dominant uh, second set there, you know, what more can you say? And it's obviously... We've talked about all the great teams. You got the West Burlington's, Holy Trinity's, yeah. uh, New London's of that. Uh, you know that the Southeast uh, Super Conference South Division there, which is just crazy Stat. in itself. That because you know your West Burlington's rated fourth in two A, and yeah. Notre Dame sixth, and you know obviously Holy Trinity's dealing with some injuries. They were previously rated number one and in the inside the top five. So yeah. so so they have four teams in one conference, one division that are ranked have been ranked in the top ten. Not not to mention the Lincoln Mount Union's been ranked right, in, in the north. So that is. That's a tough division. <laughs> That's oh, yeah. a tough division. So while you were enjoying some volleyball, I was uh, at a cross-country meet, Fairfield uh, Waterworks Park. They had um, <laughs> their meet there. Um, and this is the first time that either of us have had a little cross-country action, right? Um, yeah. Live here. It's just kind of starting. Um, it ends um, pretty quick. We had three winners. The Pekin girls won. Um, I'm, I'm jumping it up here. Um, the Pekin girls won the small school um, race. The Washington boys uh, were able to win. Micah Reese ran really, really well. Um, he well, he PR'd in the the first um, race of the year. He won by a lot. Um, I've got to see some of our our freshman girls um, that are, that we haven't been able to watch yet um, come out uh, to play. That Avery run from Fort Madison won it. Um, but Glosser of Pekin ran really well. Uh, Irestall of, of Washington ran really well on the girls' side. Washington is so strong. Um, they had girls in, in the top, you know, it was just yeah. like a sea of Washington right. runners. And so um, it's a, that's a, it was a, a talented group. Um, actually, it's funny. I, so I was talking to um, Carly Seeley of Fairfield after the game 
or after the the meet, and she was just talking about how this is her first time running against so many good freshmen. Uh, Mount Pleasant's got a, a good freshman. Uh, Washington's got a good freshman. Fort Mass has got a good everyone's freshman. Got a good and freshman. that's just the big schools, and and yeah, everyone's got a good. <laughs> so the freshman girls, ah, the girls cross country, just the talent is going up and up and up. But uh, Washington had another uh, great meet over there. Um, so it's uh, Dan Dolny Lennon was there. They got a great boys team. So yep. we got so we got some some stud teams in cross country, and well, uh, in fact, a lot of ranked teams. Yeah, right, Hunter? that's what I was about to mention. You know, obviously, we talked about the cross country. Well, let's 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 uh, you know shed some light on some of the ranked teams here. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, for three A boys, we got Washington. You mentioned Micah Reese in uh, that squad there. They're thirteenth, class three A. Uh, the Washington girls right behind them, fourteenth in class three A. Uh, Mid Prairie. Uh, you know, we we've called their name for some time now uh-huh. in the in the running sports. Uh, and two A boys, uh, Mid Prairie's eighth. Uh, Danville, New London, you mentioned, is ninth. And the girls, would you expect anything less? Mid Prairie rated second. Uh, uh, and then in the one A uh, girls, we have you mentioned Pekin, uh, Pekin second in that. So uh, you know, a lot of standout standout schools there, yeah. a lot of standout athletes coming out of our cross country uh, cross country coverage. Yeah, for sure. And I was, I said that we had three, we won three is because um, there's big schools and small schools for girls and boys. Um, so um, Pekin won on the girls' side, the small school girls' side, Washington on the big school boys' side, Dan Dill on the small school boys' side. And actually, the Washington girls only lost by two to Clear Creek Atlanta. So we almost had a four, we almost went four for four as far as Union area teams. Now, there were a lot of Union area teams running. <laughs> but yeah. Well, you know, I will say, you know, looking at this, sounds like we're going to be heading up to uh, state cross country uh, with, with all right. these great team, great runners. We got great teams. So, uh, it's exciting coming from that. It is, but then it also gives me a lot. So when you go to state cross country, you got to park in the field. You got to pray for no rain because if oh it rains, gosh. they come out and they say you can't park in the field. And then there's people running. There's people <laughs> sprinting up to the golf course, even runners, you know, because people have to park so far back. So uh, let's let's hope for it. Yeah, let's, let's pray for no rain. Let's pray for good uh, for no rain. So, um, yeah, that's all we have for high school sports. I had a little house cleaning to take care of. I wanted to mention a couple things before we go today. First off. Um, our Iowa State predictions last week were incorrect. Correct. So bad. So bad. We said, I think we said that we don't have a lot of trust in the offense of Iowa's offense. And we were right. And we were right. <laughs> and then they went under what we said they were going to yeah, do. We, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's 0-1 on Cyhawk predictions. Lifetime for Southeast Iowa Union. Sports talk to <laughs> pick the Hawkeyes. So, you know what? We'll get better. Only going up from here. Right. right? You know, yeah, next year. we can only go up. Next year, let's both pick opposite teams. And then okay. we have to we have Then to we, win. We'll, we'll win. Yeah. And, oh, and then we'll start the streak. And then every single year, we'll just say that we're on a winning streak. But really, right. we're just picking the other team. Sounds great. Anyway, also, I wanted to say uh, one thing I was impressed with with uh, Cardinal last night and I'll, and every volleyball game I've been to, I watched a little bit of the stream of the Mount Pleasant Washington. Uh, we've had some good student sections, haven't we? Oh yeah, for sure. You know, I was in Mount Pleasant last night and I was right next to that student section there about blow me eardrums out there. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. They're both on one side in Mount Pleasant too. And, so you know, I will right. say it's like you know going to these games and you know it's always great when they have a nice student section. You kind of uh-huh. you kind of feel bad for when you know. Th- you know, for some of these sports when they don't have a good student section, because yeah, right. it's like, it makes the environment so much better. It does. It does. And I, I mean, I, so Cardinal was playing Sheridan. I, I said, I went to Sheridan. Even Sheridan's little, little uh, traveling student section was pretty good, but, but the Cardinal kids were rocking. Um, I really like something that they do now is the, um, what's your favorite theme? Do you have a favorite theme that the student sections do? Because I have one. I don't know what's yours. Uh, Cardinal did white lies last night, oh, yeah. which is where you wear a white shirt and then you write a little fib on it. That's really <laughs> funny. And, and kids get really creative with that. 
um, Hawaiian. I actually, at the beginning of the year, I was going to keep a standings that showed what the student sections did and then if their team won. And I had a little thing like I think Hawaii was 1 0 and I think Whiteout was 0 1 at the beginning. And I forgot to I, I liked, I believe it was at Fairfield Mount Pleasant. You were you were at that game uh, in basketball season, I believe. Uh, and the, the Fairfield student section had our papers in there. Oh, were, yeah, that's right. I thought you told that's me that right. was pretty cool. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, not uh, just because they had our papers. Yeah, well, of course, you get the newspaper when they, they announce the other team, you pretend to read it, but they had. I told them you got the right, stu- you got the right. right paper there. They're Southeast Southeast. Right. So if anyone wants to do that, I don't want to promise free papers. I almost did it. I'm not going to nope. do it. I'm not going to do it. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to do it. I almost did it. I'm not going to do it. But go ahead. You know, get some papers and, and right. do that. And you know what? Then we'll put you in the paper. Yeah. That's right. And open it up to the sports page. No, open it up to the news page because then you're reading sports. I don't know. That's really cool when they do that. But uh, anyway, I like it. You know what else I like? I like when I'm in the concession stand and there's like, let's say it's, it's um, America Day versus... Hawaii day. Yeah. And then you have like people running around American flags and then also people running around like delays and stuff. And anyway, that was pretty cool. I wanted to mention that we've, it's, it's been an improvement, not yes. every school, but as, as a general thing. Yeah. The, oh, also Washington uh, football student section. I dropped my drink on the sidelines on Friday and somebody yelled at me that I dropped it so I could pick it up. So shout out to that kid. I don't know. <laughs> so anyway, I just wanted to give that. You have any, you watching. have any house cleaning on your side? Nothing. I'm just excited. You know, we talk a lot about fantasy and NFL and I'm just glad football's back. That's right. I'm going to get this fantasy trade up, and I'm going to reject it no matter who it is. Right. Because you don't I would you don't do at this point in the season. There's nothing stuff. no one can give me my team's. Your team's too good anyway. Yeah, exactly. So whoever it is, um, they texted me, which means it was actually someone who didn't have my number, which means they went through the, the work of getting my number to text me about the fantasy football trade. I will not look at the, the players. So I will reject it. I will give it a one-star rating if they have like the five stars. I'll give it a one-star. Yeah. No, but no if interrupting. I, South if South I had to say something, you know, I like, I, I thought we should try to re- reiterate for like, you know, people around this area, you know, this area, get out and support, uh, support your local students. Obviously yeah. you and I do this for for the kids, like you yeah, know, and for the money. Obviously, it's our, our job, <laughs> but uh, but you know, like all in all, I feel like you know we're just you know we want to we want to give shed some light on the kids' performances and things yeah. like that. So get out and support your uh, you know your local athletes. That's right, fill it up and keep up with those student section uh, uh, themes. Those are cool. Uh, but yeah, also and thank you again. Um, whether you are watching uh, on Facebook on YouTube, whether you're watching um, from Wagon Wheel Restaurant in Washington or uh, sitting at the dentist's office in the <laughs> dental house of Washington, if they got TVs over there, or you're driving your new car from Caparato, we, uh, <laughs> we, you know, they have some of those cars. I, I, uh, I got a new car recently. They got the they got for the kids in the back. You know, they could be watching Southeast Style Union Sports Great way Talk to show the sponsors while though. you're driving out. So thanks for sponsoring the show. And um, <laughs> thanks for watching us. For Andy, Hunter, Nick, yeah. and, and everyone at the Southeast Style Union, this is Southeast Style Union Sports Talk, and we will We'll see you next week. week.